Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my well-coiffed co-host. Oh, that's me. That's right. <laughs> I haven't been well-coiffed in a while. I had to get a new haircut so you would notice me <laughs> sitting here in the corner <laughs> in the studio. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Waving at you. Look at me. Look oh at me. Oh, my Lord. You know, I recently <laughs> looked back at a critical email that we got from a, a listener Mm-hmm. And I realized he actually loves me. It was you. It was me? Yeah, it was your part. Yeah. He didn't like that I said. No. He no. Just, no. Uh, he didn't like that I said words. Yes, that's right. Because now we're he on Saturday. Said, he said I got my jollies on saying certain words, but I'm saying body parts. That's right. So, and maybe he doesn't know that you were voted the seventh, seventh funniest, funniest mom, mom in America, America by Nick at Night. <laughs> we can say that together And now. I that's cannot awesome. wait. I cannot wait until you <laughs> let me put those YouTube videos no. online. No, even my children can't watch it, so there you go. Well, we really appreciate everybody's uh, support and input uh, to our show. It, it mm-hmm. is an absolute pleasure to be able to share you know, our urologic and men's health knowledge and we get uh, with fun the community, questions and we love the week. questions every week. And I love and that we're getting the follow-ups. Thank you so much. I got in to be seen. Dr. Yes. Mystery was awesome, or Dr. Ong, or Dr. Yang, and Dr. Jacomides. So. Yeah, we're really lucky to have such a wonderful crew of people to, to see and take care of you. We have space, we have time, and we have a commitment to making sure that your urologic and men's health needs are, are taken care of. And you so know what quickly. urologists love is to grow. Oh, hey, that was awesome. Yes. Uh, and today, we're very lucky. That's I'm right. joined by a great friend of the practice and mm-hmm. an awesome surgeon. You know I love surgeons. I know you do. Yes. You love it when they save, their, you save your ass, too. That's right. <laughs> uh, Dr. Eric Lowe with Capital Surgeons Group. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, Eric. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Hey, where did you go to medical school? West Virginia University. West by God, Virginia. <laughs> and where did you do your residency? Uh, same, West Virginia University in Charleston, West Virginia. What words are you going to share here? Nothing. If, if, if it was another Texas school, I would, oh. give him, I, 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 would, I would talk to him. But my wife recently told me that when I make fun of other people's medical school, it is unprofessional. It's not nice, but it's so funny. The problem for me came when West Virginia joined the Big 12. And then yes. I, I went to UT for undergraduate. Yes. Oh. So now there's like a rival. What do I do? Do I? Oh. I mean, of course, I'll still go with UT. But it was a little tough because we still had a Big 12 uh, head-to-head competition. Yes, mm. yes. Well, the good news is neither of you guys are in, in any danger of winning a lot of games, so <laughs> you don't really have to worry about The danger is gone. <laughs> the, danger, the danger is gone. Uh, Eric, uh, I think a lot of people may not know um, the, uh, the total breadth of what a general surgery uh, gets, to, gets to do. You guys train in a way that allow you to treat problems from the top of the head to the bottom of the foot, but most people would probably know you guys as dealing with problems in the abdomen, right? Correct. Heartburn is a fat has been a fascinating disease just in our lifetime how it's changed right true when we were youngins it was because we had stress in our life just how that has changed the opinion of heartburn how dangerous it can be all that stuff has just been like a remarkable change we learned about surgeries in my residency that were basically now considered historical operations that we would you know people would get ulcers from excess acid and you'd have to do an operation to stop their ulcer like, from bleeding or perforating yeah. and then their their stomach contents leaks out into their belly and they're sick as a dog after that I and mean, that was just so, 10 years ago yeah and um, we're just in a different er- we, uh, era you know now that people have acid blocking medicines uh the ulcers are very easy to treat there's 
billions of dollars pharmaceutical costs that just go to purely antacids and anti-reflux medicines and histamine blockers. You know, if, if you have had heartburn for a long time, you may be stuck in an old way of thinking about heartburn. You may still think that ulcers are brought on by stress, stress. Right. or you may think that acid excess is what causes the ulcer as opposed to a bacteria, you know, right. that or we can you, treat. If you just stop eating spicy food or chocolate or, you know, okay. no more jalapenos, you'll, you know, your acid reflux will go away. And hmm. I, I, I just think, um, I also think that the fact that a lot of these medicines were available over the counter now made people bypass doctors when it, when it comes to that condition. And so they don't get like the information. And so one of the things I love about doing this show, for many listeners out there, this is the most time they're going to get with a doctor to discuss an issue that they may not have sought out for. Yeah, maybe. So give me your spiel. Yeah, I'm coming to you. Tell me. I'm having heartburn. Tell me what I would be feeling or doing to let you know that it's pretty bad heartburn. So I always start with asking people, uh, how long have you taken in any medicine for acid reflux, whether it's an antacid like Tums or whether it's uh, Zantac or Pepsid or you're getting over-the-counter Prilosec and if you are seeing a doctor that's actually prescribing that for you because you need a, a next stronger level. So first things first, if you're taking a medicine and it's working to control your heartburn and it's a low dose, you're probably actually doing pretty good. The problem comes when you start to double your dose or take it twice a day, or take one kind of medicine in the morning and a different kind of medicine at night, then uh -oh. you know you go on vacation and you forget to bring it, <laughs> and it's the most miserable day of your mm -hmm. life. You know, you're just trying to find the pharmacy. So that person has now sort of graduated beyond your typical medical management case of heartburn. That's where surgery comes in, and, and that's why you know someone like me, a general surgeon, can do surgery to stop your acid reflux. The goal of surgery to stop acid reflux is to, number one, stop it, like we just said, keep the acid from going up into your esophagus, but two is to stop having to take medications. So we call that freedom from PPI, proton pump inhibitors, or freedom from acid blockers. A lot of people, I, I'm going to relate this to the prostate problems in men. A lot of people think that this is simply a lifestyle issue. I'm taking the pill so I don't have pain, or I'm taking the pill so I can pee better. And they're forgetting that there really is an underlying medical concern when you have these conditions. So right. maybe you could like scare some people out there and tell them, <laughs> what are we scared of yeah. when somebody has reflux? We're scared of damaging our esophagus. The esophagus is... Uh, just the, the muscular tube in our beyond our throats that just gets food from once we swallow it, passing it down into our stomach. Uh, your stomach is actually what makes the acid, and the acid is there to digest the food that you ate, but that should be leaving your stomach and going into your intestines. When you have acid reflux, the acid is going backwards up into your esophagus where it has no business being located. The esophagus starts to get irritated, eroded, damage to the lining of your esophagus. You can get cancer, years. difficulty it, swallowing. It can cause, yeah, oh, it, nice. it leads to motility problems with swallowing. It leads to uh, risk factors for esophageal cancer. And it leads to other things like where people lay down in their bed at night and the acid starts traveling upwards into their mouth and they start to choke on the acid or cough, have other oh, problems nice. with breathing. And I'm not going to say general surgeons are scared as much. <clears throat> Scared. One thing they're scared above is things that go wrong with the esophagus. It's very hard to fix it. Right. If you can't swallow, you're a miserable person. It's, it's, yes. you want to, you know, we drink to stay hydrated and we eat to stay nourished. And, and if you can't stuff, do that, you're, right. you're oh. just, you know, forcing I feel like water. we're talking to me. Yes, we are because we all know that you cannot swallow. <laughs> Let me get you my phone number. And, and you, you don't get your endoscopy and, and you keep taking acid, your medicines. And when I hurl a little bit, it's all acid. <sighs> 
I do need to take care of that. Well, maybe you could describe some of the most common surgeries that you do for uh, acid reflux. The main things that I do, uh, I say when I'm telling people kind of what, what kind of job I have is I do hernia and reflux and obesity surgery. Sometimes the hernia that's the problem with reflux is actually something called a hiatal hernia, which is a hernia in the diaphragm. When you get a hernia in the diaphragm, part of your stomach will go backwards up into uh, in the opening in the diaphragm, and that actually makes it much harder to stop acid reflux with just pills. Mm -hmm. One of the first surgeries that we do is a robotic surgery, which is uh, a way to do laparoscopy uh, very delicately and uh, with good vision and, and good uh, instruments which is to repair the hiatal hernia, bring the stomach back into the abdomen where it belongs. From the chest. From the chest, and then close that too big of a hole in the diaphragm. With a piece of mesh sometimes? Uh, with, with suturing number one and sometimes with mesh. Gotcha. And that's sort of part one of the procedure if you have a hiatal hernia. The next thing you got to do is reestablish a higher pressure zone at the junction between your esophagus and your stomach because that's sort of like the sphincter muscle that prevents the acid from going backwards. If it's low pressure, it can't hold the acid back in your stomach. If it's losing its pressure, we got to increase it. So and that's when you're going to wrap the stomach we, around. We do a wrap of the stomach around that high pressure zone, or we put a Lynx implant, which is a uh, magnetic device that helps to keep that area higher pressure that can open and close whenever you swallow food. Wow. That is one of the coolest things that I've, it's brilliant. I've ever seen. I wish seen. I thought of it. It's, it's I really wish idea it was my that, idea. <laughs> that, that, that the food that's pushed through this, this magnetic ring is enough to break the, the magnet. You know, yeah, the there's a magnetic bond that's there between the beads on this ring that at rest, nobody's doing anything they're bonded. And so it's keeping that high pressure there, keeping the acid out of the esophagus. It doesn't take very much pressure to push those magnets apart from each other. Just enough to swallow food is enough to push it out. And then as soon as the food drops in the stomach, they close right back. Some reflux surgeries out there, like a wrap can make it harder for people to belch or to vomit. So they get gas trapped in their stomach. But the pressure of a belch or the pressure of vomiting is actually strong enough also to separate those beads. So that's the one benefit of that procedure compared to a, a wrap. Dr. Lowe, I think the message here is that, Donna you know, needs surgery. Yeah, Donna probably needs surgery. <laughs> and, and that reflux may not be a benign condition. If you have always avoided seeing a doctor or have recently avoided seeing a doctor, you may be missing out on kind of the newest thoughts on reflux. So thank you so much for joining us today. How do people get a hold of you? What is the number office? We have a couple offices in Austin. The office that I'm at in North Austin is 512-498-4860. And we have a website, capitalsurgeons.com. And Donna, you're going to tell people how to get a hold of us. 512-238-0762. No, our website too. Come on. Armormenshealth at gmail.com is our email. And armormenshealth.com. I'm so sorry, KLBJ. We'll be right back. 